Welcome to the Practical Magic Podcast, hosted by me, Catherine Pond. Please join me each week as I dive into a new witchy topic, along with occasionally sharing stories of growing up in the church and how breaking away from the church helped me embrace the witch I was born to be. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Practical Magic Podcast. Before I jump into this week's episode, I just want to make a little bit of an announcement and an apology as well. I apologize for missing last week, but due to missing last week, there will be a bonus episode during the holiday break. Typically, I just take off the last two weeks in December, and then I just come back the first Saturday in January. So since I missed last week, there's going to be a bonus episode um, on the 24th. And then I'll just start season four, which I can't believe it's already going to be season four in January. But I'll be back with season four um, January 7th. So um, I guess get one extra episode (laughs) um, this month. Um... Yeah, I just, my mental health has been dragging me through the dirt lately, and uh, I really just needed this week to kind of focus on that. You know, it was getting to the point where I couldn't function, um, just didn't feel comfortable in my own skin, Um, just a ball of nerves and jitters and sadness and just all these emotions that I typically think I have under control but I've gotten to a point where I realize that I exist in like this level of anxiety and depression and I just pushed myself through it and I was talking with um one of my neighbors one of my friends she's a neighbor but she's also a friend um about this and she encouraged me to start seeking out um medication to help manage with my anxiety and depression so I'm starting with my primary care, and if it's too much for her, she can't handle it, whatever, if she thinks I need to see, like, a professional, somebody, what is it, like, a psychiatrist that writes out the prescriptions, I'll do that. Um, I've never been on, um, like, psych meds for, like, depression, anxiety. I've always just smoked weed lately. I haven't had a chance to smoke any, so... It's given my mental health chance to run wild. Um, So fingers crossed, you know, me and my doctor can come up with something that can help me manage my anxiety and depression. And hopefully once that is under control, I won't be so frequent at skipping weeks or, you know, having to make up an episode. Um, And, um... Not only am I sharing this so you know what's going on on my end, but also that if anyone listening is experiencing something similar to what I am describing, just know you're not alone. And there's no shame in reaching out to your doctor or asking your therapist for their suggestions on should you go on meds? Is that the right thing for you? There's no shame in that. Um, And I'm saying that mostly for me. Because um, for the longest time, 
you know, it's it's been brought up as like a suggestion. The therapist in the past were like, hey, you want to try this? Or do you want to talk to somebody and see if some medication would help? And I felt ashamed that I couldn't deal with it. And so I would lie and I would say, no, I've got it. I've got it under control. To make, in hopes that I would feel like I'm an adult. I can take care of this. When really the mature thing is to say, to surrender and say, yeah, I need a little bit of help. This may not be something I'll take forever, but at least for right now in my life, some help would be good. So don't be afraid or ashamed to ask for help. Everybody needs it, regardless of your age or where you are in your life. Um, With that being said, let's jump into the phase of the week. So for December 3rd, 2022, the moon's phase is in waning gibbous. Some ways to work with the waning gibbous phase are uh, banishing, removing negativity, rest, and surrendering. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking at this and I'm thinking, you know, this is what I really need to do. I need to surrender um, myself instead of keep saying to myself, I can handle this. I don't need anyone's help. Take the help that's being offered. That's being handed and surrender from the anxiety. Don't allow it to control me. Acknowledge that it is part of me, but don't allow it to have full reign over my life. So yeah, Moving on to um, the moon sign. So for December 3rd, 2022, the moon sign is in Aries. Aries rules over the head, the teeth, and uh, blood. The blood. Um, Surgeries are not recommended for this phase of the moon. Um, Moving on to the card of the week, which is the world. So the world. And this shows uh, what looks to be a fairy floating in the sky. And there's um, an eagle. And it looks like a little angel in the corner. Or maybe even a cherub. In the bottom right corner, there's a lion. And then in the bottom left, it looks to be a bull. Um, And the description reads... When the world shows up in a reading, it indicates success has arrived you've reached the goal your goal um um, you've you've reached your goal score touchdown or finished a chapter this makes a grand finale and the moment before you begin something new be proud of how far you've come so before you uh go and achieve something else take a pause and acknowledge how much you've achieved how far you've come um this could just be you having a rough mental health spell and you get out of bed and you wash your face and brush your teeth when i'm going through deep depression to me that's a win you know to me that's that's better than any anything else I could do. You know, at least I've done something. Um, so then it says, before 
uh, begin something new. Be proud of how far you've come. You did it. In some case, this card indicates... um, In some cases, this card can also indicate travel. So it doesn't... um, So it could be, you know, traveling for a job or maybe a vacation. Um, But with that being said... Let's jump into this week's episode about horses. So, um, like I mentioned in the last episode, um, my inner child is like doing, you know, cartwheels of excitement because as a kid, horses were everything to me. Um, anytime I went out with my grandparents and they were like hey you know pick a toy or whatever I would pick a horse whether it was a my little pony or like a dollar store knockoff of a my little pony um back in like the 90s I don't know if they make them anymore but they had like little ponies and they had like fragrances so like one would smell like vanilla one would smell like strawberries another one would smell like blueberries and uh, I had quite a few of those as a kid And then, um, I would love to go to Toys R Us, um, as a kid. Well, every kid loved going to Toys R Us back in the 90s. But, uh, whenever my grandparents would take us to Toys R Us, I would make a beeline straight to the horse aisle. And uh, I can't even begin to tell you how many toy horses my grandparents either bought me for, like, my birthday or for Christmas. I think one year, all I got was horses because, um, that was what I was into. Uh, one year, my grandparents got me, like, a a book of all, like, different breeds of horses and, you know, all of that. So, horses were, like, a big thing for me. And so I thought this would be really fun to let my inner child have a geek-out moment and talk about um, horses and how they became a lucky, uh, associated or their horseshoes became associated with luck because they weren't always associated with that. So let's jump into it. So, um, I want to start off with, um, sharing with you all a way to make a lucky horseshoe. And of course, if you have access to horseshoes and what I'm about to say doesn't resonate with you and you've got a different way to go about it, by all means, follow what your heart tells you to do. Um, so first of all, clean the horseshoe. I would like to mention that horseshoes, if you don't live, you know, around horses or whatever, you can go to stores that sell uh, products for like, um, for animals, like for farm animals, and they will have horseshoes there. Um, there's a name for the store. I just can't think of it, but, uh, pretty much they just provide stuff for farmers. So put that, just putting that out there. If you don't have access to a horse, you know, to take their old shoe, you can do that. Clean the horseshoe. And then if you feel so drawn to, you can uh, paint it. Some colors that are associated with luck are the color red and green, excuse me, red, yellow, and green. Um, Now, once you've let that dry, then you can uh, paint or um, 
glue on any uh, design, symbol, or sigil. Um, then if you would like, you can add bling so it will like stand out. If you don't want it to have bling, you know, um, then by all means, you can skip that. Um, then you would want to do, uh, then what you will want to do is to make a hanger for the back of the, the hoof. So like make a hook so you can put it on the wall. Um, if you want to just prop it up on an end table right near the entry door or whatever, by all means do that. But you obviously can also hang it over the door, um, you know, for luck, you know, protect the home, um, protect those that are, you know, in the home and from whoever may be coming in with negative energy. Um, there's a story that was told back in the 10th century of, um, how the horseshoe began to be associated with good luck. So the way the story goes, there was a blacksmith and one night he was at home and there was a knock on the door. He answers the door and quickly realizes he's speaking to the devil and the devil is asking him to put new shoes on his horses. He, this gentleman agrees and instead of putting the, the shoe on the horse, he puts it on the hoof of the devil and the devil starts writhing and screaming in pain and begging him to stop. And so the blacksmith agrees and he said, before I remove the horseshoe from your hoof, you must promise me that you will never uh, darken the doorway of anyone that has a horseshoe over their doorway. And the devil agrees. And that was the, as the legend goes, as the story goes, that's the beginning of horseshoes being associated with luck and, um, you know, protection, you know, from the devil or any negative entity that may, you know, try to attempt to darken your doorway. Um, so I want to talk about, um, you know, what, why are horseshoes considered lucky? What makes them opposed to anything else? So from the research I have found, it's because the horseshoe is, um, you know, like she kind of sort of shaped like a crescent moon. And, um, the other thing is, um, that they're made of iron and iron. If you know anything about that, and I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that word right. I'm trying to say iron, I-R-O-N. So excuse me if I, my pronunciation on that word. Uh, that's the one word I always really feel self-conscious when I say. I'm never sure if I'm saying that right. But I digress. Um, iron is associated with protection, um, you know, warding off any um, ill-willed entities um, that may be around. And third of all, well, technically there are two other ones. Uh, third is um, the blacksmith. Back in the day, the blacksmith was a very um, important. He was very important. Every town wanted to have a blacksmith because they were the ones that made the tools, the weapons, obviously providing the horseshoes, you know, 
without a blacksmith, a town would not thrive. So, um, the energy that the blacksmith put into making uh, the horseshoes, you know, his intention went into that, which was very important um, for Um, so with that being said, I want to go over, um, some things that the horse in general are associated with. So, uh, horses are associated with freedom, strength, wisdom, and knowledge. Um, with, and, um, Let's see, moving on here to, um, if you want, if you're getting married or if you know somebody who's getting married, um, and you know, this is like, you know, you really want this to last, um, somehow incorporate horseshoes into the wedding, you know, incorporate them in like the decor, um, of the, of the wedding. If you can like get a horseshoe hanging over, like if the bride, the, the couple that is getting married, um, you know, standing in like an archway, maybe have a a horseshoe hanging there. Um, obviously make sure it's secure so it doesn't fall and conk anyone on the head. Um, also it is said that sleeping with a horseshoe, um, under your bed, so like under your bed, but like right so like where your pillow would go it'd probably be uncomfortable sleeping with one. I mean technically you could do it put a horseshoe under your pillow but I would recommend putting it under the bed like directly under the pillowcase if that makes sense where your pillowcase is put the horseshoe there right under the bed on the floor and it's said to do it's good to do this on the uh evening of the new year so on new year's eve when you you're ready to tuck it in and call it a night and go to sleep put a horseshoe um under your bed um and it's supposed to bring good luck um for the new year um a a god that is associated with um, horses just in case you don't have access to horseshoes or you just don't feel comfortable doing that you can call upon Yapopi Yapona Yapona E-P-O-N-A I believe I'm saying that right but um, that's why I spelled it out just in case I'm not somebody else if you know how to say that properly please feel free to reach out to me Um, (laughs) I'm here to learn just as much as y'all so um in japan and and this is not limited to japan but uh i did find that for japan drivers in general put um horseshoes or a half crescent symbol hanging over their um uh what do you call that the mirror um that the driver looks, the, the tiny mirror that goes on the window, uh, so you can see what's going on in the back. They hang it on that for good luck, for protection, you know, to protect against accidents or possible death, you know, you know, again, getting in any danger while being in the car. Um, and I am sure other countries 
do it as well. I just found it just popped up when I in my research that Japan definitely does do that. But with that being said, that's where I'm going to leave uh, this week's episode. And um, I will be back next week with a new episode. Uh, but in the meantime, I hope you all have a magical week. I want to thank you for spending this time with me. I truly appreciate it. I will be back next week with a brand new topic. If you would like to keep up with the podcast in the meantime, the links to all social medias will be in the description of this week's episode. But in the meantime, I hope you all have a magical week. I'll be back next week with a brand new episode discussing the magic of bells. If you would like to join me in keeping the conversation going, you can do so by checking out the podcast over on Spotify, where each week there will be a question attached to the podcast and you can leave your comment. I look forward to hear what you all have to say.